Christmas. Everywhere I go, we go Christmas. I want to talk to you about how to survive Christmas, especially Christmas Day. Have you ever come to a Christmas Day and you're just, oh, you're so looking forward to it. And not just because gifts, because you, you could be way too old to really get much kick out of gifts and presents. But you know, the meal and the, the songs and the, the crib and, and, and the family and the really cheesy jumpers. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. And Elf, watching Elf at least once, at least the first half. The second half's a bit mad, but the first half. I mean, it's pretty nostalgic, right? It's like nice, warm, fuzzy feelings connected to Christmas. But have you ever gotten, you know, to Christmas and it's all great and dinner, and then sometime, like, after the dinner, sort of feel like, oh, it's kind of, you feel kind of empty. Do you ever feel that? A little disappointed. You ever feel that? Maybe not. If so, skip to the next video. But if that is you, yeah, how do we, what's that about? How do we stop that? I've, I've felt this loads of times. I'm, like, getting depressed you know, uh, post-Christmas dinner depression, not just because of the sugar crash and whatever else, but I, I've come to realize it's because with all my excitement about the trappings of Christmas, I've put too much pressure on them. They just, they can't hold Columba. They just, I'm too fat after that Christmas dinner. And they, they just sort of collapses on me. So what to do, what to do about this? We were created for God and to be only fulfilled and satisfied by him. And he's infinite and he can handle a bit of expectation placed on him. In fact, he can handle all of it and more. But then we take that expectation and that need for fulfillment, satisfaction, we put it on other things. We put it on our spouse, we put it on our friends, we put it on our, we put it on Christmas pudding. <laughs> that's, that's what happens with the brandy butter and trifle and the custard. Mm. But it can't handle it and it gets squished and it's a mess, folks. It's a mess. And that's why I have often felt let down by Christmas. So how do we stop doing this? Well, we take all of those huge gargantuan expectations and we place them squarely on Jesus, even on the baby Jesus. And he, even as a baby, he can hold you and he can support you and he can handle and he can satisfy the deepest needs and desires of your heart. The thing you're really looking for on that Christmas dinner table is actually him. He is your feast. If you will open your soul, the mouth of your soul, to receive him. And I don't just mean in communion, but I definitely encourage you to go to Mass, go to communion, having had made a great confession beforehand, and receive him with all of your heart, mind, body, and soul. But also in your prayer, some point this Christmas, sneak away to a, your room, to a quiet place, and spend some time with Jesus. I really encourage you to do it with baby Jesus. Again, in the movie Elf, which I do dearly love, there's this hilariously, awkwardly funny moment where Will Ferrell, um, who is this, as always, an, an adult acting like a child, he's saying to his dad, who is this super cool New York uh, businessman, uh, he's listing out all the things they're going to do that day. And he said, and after lunch, some snuggle time. It's awesome. It's so awkward. And um, yeah, sneak away for a little bit with, with a little baby Jesus. It's just a, an idea for a little bit of snuggle time with him. A little bit of time where you can just speak to him with, from your heart and ask him for the grace that you need that day. Just, and just, guys, just to be with him. Just to waste some time with him. Mary and Joseph weren't all busy looking after their own stuff on Christmas. They were totally focused on him. And he was their feast, even if they didn't have much of a feast going on at all. Now, other things you can do other than sneak away for a little time with Jesus is to give. St. Francis, his favorite feast was Christmas. And uh, he was just huge on this. And he was huge on the 
the spirituality of, of giving, living generously. He just gave everything away. Even when he had nothing, he would like cut pieces of his, his habit off to give it to people because they might be able to sell it because cloth was worth so much back then. He was just all giving, 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 giving. And in Christmas, right, Jesus is all gift to us. So, you know, go and do likewise. Uh, if you have kids, it would be a really cool thing, maybe like after dinner, make it a thing that you have a time of giving. Now, what could that look like? Well, go online and say, right, kids, we have saved up. You can have them save up money or just, you know, something set aside from the house budget. We're going to give some fat cash to some uh, some poor folks right now, you know, and make it a thing. And maybe there's a couple of you know, different charities they could choose from. I highly recommend Mary's Meals, but there's many, many others. For like 13 or 14 pounds, euros, you can feed a kid for a whole year. Unbelievable. 13, 14 euro. Do that with the kids and, and make it a big thing that you can bless someone. We just ate one meal, which cost us this much. Now let's feed somebody. Let's feed a hundred people for a whole year. Like that, that's something that could really capture a kid's imagination. Or, you know, something else. I know some families, they always have somebody who is who lives alone or even a homeless person to join them for their Christmas meal. How amazing and slightly terrifying would that be? But how beautiful would that be to really have Jesus in the poor there with you that you can you can love them and that your kids can learn that this is how this is how Catholics are. We don't just receive, you know, oh thanks Jesus, I'll take that. Om nom 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 nom. But that we we then turn and we give straight away. You can invite someone in, you could visit somebody, call them, reach out to, to people, not just your family members who will then give it back to you. As Jesus said, don't just give to the people who will give back to you, give to people who cannot give back to you. See if there's some other way that you can reach out, call, contact people who might be lonely this Christmas. There's also a, a, a pious tradition that more souls get out of purgatory than any other day of the year. You may not have ever heard this tradition, it's not super well known, but don't forget your, your loved ones who've died on Christmas. For many of us, Christmas is actually a tough time because we've lost family members. You're never closer to your dead loved ones than you are in the Eucharist at Mass. Again, I really, really encourage you, you know, go to Mass, make that the center of your Christmas. Offer your Mass, especially for all of your loved ones, and to know when you are at Mass, when you're at the altar, and especially when you receive Jesus in communion, those loved ones, whether they're in purgatory or they're already in heaven. They are with Jesus. And so when you receive him, you could not be closer to them. And you can give them a gift, a gift, a great act of mercy by offering your mass for them, offering your prayer for them that day. Because those prayers, they can't pray for themselves in purgatory. Those prayers are, are your gift to them and your love for them. It's a way to include them in the day. I hope this has been helpful. It could help you have the best Christmas ever. God bless you. See you maybe next year. Not sure, my Maybe next year. God bless.